the early 21st century, magic reawakened on Earth, and alongside it, a new human race with orcs, elves, trolls, dwarves, and others. Humanity became meta-humanity. As technology proliferated and greatly advanced in the awakened world, global megacorporations seized ever more power, becoming de facto states with their own laws, courts, and armed forces. The corporations attempt to control all aspects of modern life. This has led to a vast and complex criminal underground which works for and against corporate interests. The independent career criminals who do what others can't or won't are called Shadowrunners. The year is 2101. Welcome to Fun City. Previously on Fun City, the team accepts a run for Mo Ashina of Combinatorial Limited. The job? Frame Severin Salix, the head liaison between the Police Benevolence Association and the city's Office of Collective Bargaining. Ashina claims Salix is secretly architecting a strike in an attempt to extort the city or worse. The corpse don't need the headache, so they've hired Combinatorial to architect a solution. Disgrace Salix by showing him fratter with gang members. Combinatorial fabricated damning footage, but security specs require it include accurate biometric metadata. The team must 3D scan Vern, gather his fingerprints and iris, bake it into the footage, and plant it at City Archive, where it will be discovered by the B team. Salix is giving a talk at a security conference in 24 hours. The plan is to arrive with a honeypot, something Vern cannot resist in the form of an exhibitor booth, perhaps, thus giving them a chance to scan his giant body. We join the team now as they peruse the detailed dossier on Vern, which includes his highly regimented schedule. Their plan? Tail him for the day and see what they learn to inform the design of their honeypot. So we look at the schedule and we see... What, what do we want? We want times where he's we alone. We want everything. We want yeah. breakfast, lunch, dinner. We want yeah. exercise. How does he shower? How long does he sleep? Maybe he can't resist an a, a egg buffet. <laughs> we got that egg specialty. We can't get eggs, Lash. No. That's the worst thing you could do. It's, Let him go, Mike. Let him yeah. go. <laughs> the egg council's going to buy a million dollars worth of ads <laughs> on this fucking show. Hey. Big egg, please. But I think Big egg! <laughs> Big egg. I think that's a great idea. We need his full schedule. Mm. So you guys, you guys have from oh. Mo Ashina. You have where he lives, uh-huh. what he, where he tends to go at every point during the day. You have right. about half an hour before some of that starts. Mm. Um, and today is a full day where he's just going to go about and like go about his life. And then you have his schedule for tomorrow, which is different because it's the day of the conference. Mm. Uh, Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Um, we only have two days. Right. You have today is your full day. Tomorrow is when he is giving his time. No, I mean to get to get the information back. Once you yeah. get, once you have the information, once you have him scanned, mm-hmm. yeah, you have to get it. Yeah, I guess if you miss him tomorrow, you have one full day to try to figure to try out to some do other. Else. Yeah, and then Sunday it's due. Sunday basically. it's Sunday. It has to be planted. Sunday it has to be planted. Friday is the day of the conference. Today is Thursday. Tell me if I'm wrong. You're you're gonna go. See what this man does throughout his day in order to see if you can learn something about him that will help you figure out what action to take on the day of the conference. So I just want to I just want to point out that that's tomorrow. It's like an all, this is like cramming for the final. Right. Okay. Great. Cool. Okay. I was thinking since my concealment worked pretty well, 
the yeah. last time we worked together, I may try to summon another water spirit so that we can try to conceal our vehicle, at, le- at the very least. And is it true, Lash, that you have a chameleon suit? I do. Perhaps that will help you sneak around? Yes. While we're also concealed in a vehicle, I can sneak out also being concealed. So the first two things on Solix's agenda every day are he wakes up, leaves his building, and goes um, several blocks north to the Policeman's Athletic League. Uh, And he is scheduled to do that in, like I said, about half an hour. Uh, So you guys have half an hour. He doesn't live too far north of you. Uh, He lives on the Upper West Side. When is, when, uh, what's the next thing? What's after that? After Vern leaves the Police Athletic League, uh, he always grabs a big breakfast shake and like a giant one-and-a-half-size Big Gulp and a brick-sized protein bar uh, at the Police Athletic League juice place called Carrots, Why Not? It's downstairs. Uh, after uh, he grabs his brick-sized protein bar and his Big Gulp breakfast shake, an armored car carries him to the uh, Patrolman's Benevolent Association office, the PBA office. It's also, uh, since he's so big, Vern is, I believe, 8 foot 10. He's a big trolley boy. And weighs almost 750 pounds. Um, it's more of a bus than a car. Yeah, an armored van with uh, custo suspension. And there, and that's where he works at the PBA office. He works all what does day. He, do for lunch? he eats in the cafeteria in the mm. office. And when does he when does he get out? When does he get out? That can vary anytime between four thirty or six thirty, depending on traffic and whether and how much he's done for the day or who he's going to meet afterwards. Uh, although he doesn't do most of his meetings in person, usually after he works all day, eats lunch in the cafeteria, then he goes to have dinner at the diner on the same block as the PBA uh, with his coworkers. They walk in, the bartender turns on whatever urban brawl game is playing at that time, you know, wherever. Uh, they watch the game, he eats dinner with his buddies, and then he takes the same armored car back home to his house. So it sounds like he's pretty uh, protected. The only You couldn't even snatch and grab him. You could only, you know, could maybe, we couldn't even get into the gym, could we? We couldn't have Lash just sneak in and pretend to be a cop. A treadmill. So he watches an urban brawl game every day. Mm-hmm. Lash does have an urban brawl connection. So one of Lash's connection is a professional urban brawl. So if he's a huge, that could be your honeypot. If he's a huge fan. That's a good sure. honeypot. Who's your connection? His name's Bryce Bammer. Bryce what, Bammer? What team does he play for? Oh, or does he play for a team? He plays, uh, yeah, he's a professional urban, and he plays uh, He plays for the the, the Warrior Titans. The Warrior Titans. <laughs> yeah, no, the blue team. <laughs> yeah, they're infamously blue. What's what city is that? Um, it's just uh, all of the Southwest. <laughs> oh, it's regional. It's a conference. <laughs> yeah, the so- the Southwest Warrior Titans. Yeah, okay. Southwest Warrior the blue, Titans. The blue, team. the blue team, also known yeah. as the blue team, the blue. or very big blue. So you know, big, I'm gonna blue. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you a chance um, to rethink <laughs> that because are you. Are you gonna fl- fly him in? In the I mean, he might be in town. He might be in town for, for, for a game. For a game. Just saying, yeah. it's more convenient if the Warrior Titans just happen to be located <laughs> in New York City. True. Yeah. <laughs> but didn't he get traded? I thought he got traded oh, to almost oh, to the New York, to the New York City Slashers. Yeah, yeah, the New York City Slasher Bears. Slasher Bears. Yeah, big fans. The baby blue team. Everybody. The baby blue team. That's right. Okay, yeah. Someone say teal. It's a teal team. Yeah. Okay. Teal Team Six. Okay. <laughs> yeah. New York City has one, but the Southwest just gets. Yeah. Well, their yeah, team there's not as many cities anymore. New York City. Um, but 
But I now mean, he plays for the Slasher Bears? Are you serious? That's yeah. So, that would luck. I mean, that's awesome. But this is this is all I'm saying. He, okay. Is he cool? I mean, you think you could call in a favor? Listen, he's really cool. He's, okay. We played Urban Brawl. We came up together. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, he just like went for the big boys. I decided to start running. No mm. big deal. Sure. Yeah, but his career's good. Call him up. Ways. Call him up. We'll walk Give in with him. him. He could be a honey. We don't even know if he's a huge fan, though, of Urban Brawl. He could just be watching it with the boys. He watches it every day. I mean, yeah. he's got to be a fan. Yeah, right? I mean, if we walk in with a big, another big boy, who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, well, I think we should definitely still stake out. Listen. Yeah, but this, maybe. But <laughs> that's not until the end of the day. We still have the full day. I yeah, let's yeah. stake him out. Yeah. Um, all right. We'll, we'll follow him around we'll follow yeah. from his gym appointment to his uh, PBA appointment. Before we leave, TK runs to get some donuts for the steak out. You guys going to make sure you have steak out appropriate snacks? You got to have snacks. Mm. In the dinghy? Well, no, in Henley the Bentley. The, oh, okay. Yeah, because- So you take the dinghy to the shore first and then get in the car, make everybody wait by the I, river while you go get donuts. Well, they were getting ready. They were, I was already in tactical gear. Okay. I'm going to allow also that at this point there is likely a donut, a floating donut purveyor, right? Yeah, I mean, why not? TK just Lux. What should, yeah, what do we- It's called, instead of Dunkin' Donuts, it's called float. Uh, we could still call it. How would you not? Sunken donuts. No, sorry. I'd rather for the worst ride. Thank you very much. How do you not call it lifesavers? Are we any more? Taylor, please, please, please award one one of the NPCs an edge. Dunkin' Donuts. But the Wikipedia for this show really wide rides it. We got Deal Team Six and Lifesavers. Oh, shoot. Yeah, so TK, TK takes the dinghy out to Lifesavers, the floating donut place. That's all, it's, it's the closest, but it also happens to be his favorite. And he brings back a box of donuts while everyone's still getting changed into their uh, outerwear. Because you're ready, because tactical. Because like, he's tactical. Yeah. Oh, Lifesavers? I, w- I wish we had floating donuts. That's my favorite brand. <laughs> floating donuts. I can't believe that place went out of business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those donuts, were they, they were bad. It More did, like, yeah. Sucking nuts, and that's it. <laughs> I mean, I agree with you, TK. If I could charge you an edge, I would. <laughs> you can. Fiat sucks. You got your donuts. Yay! You have your donuts. Are you gonna take? You're gonna take Henley the Bentley. We're taking Henley. Okay. You get in Henley the Bentley. You go north about 10, 12 blocks to uh, the location uh, that you have on a map for Solix's apartment building. It's in a part of the city where it's all of these um, very, very tall, very skinny buildings, uh, and they all have uh, a wrap around them that is a kind of video screen and so this sort of lots of uh, lots of movement up in the sky lots of dancing uh, lights and advertisements i imagine you park a couple blocks away yes mm-hmm. yeah so you can see that Solix is building from where you are uh, there are two knight errant armed guards out in front at all times uh, and it's a couple minutes before he is scheduled to meet some people just outside the front door. And you can see there is like there's a small group of people hanging out. You can't tell immediately uh, who it is that he's waiting for, but there are some people outside. Uh, TK goes into VR. Um, you I immediately s- see a kind of a flat sea of icons for all of the nearby devices, mm-hmm. some of which are cars, some of which are appliances in nearby apartments. Um, TK focuses on the group of people in front of the building. What does he see? Uh, do a matrix perception test. Two hits. I mean, it's not. Yeah, they all. You can find some. Some Wait, people aren't running silent. Can I tell who they are? Uh, no. No. They're just. You can tell they have some stuff on them. Comlink. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I turn to Lash and I say, Lash, you want to take a look also? Yeah, I do. Which floor does he live on? Seventy-second floor. I get four. So there's a group of uh, five people. 
standing out in front of the front door of this very tall, very skinny building. Two of them are night errant security guards. Uh, three of them are uh, appearing civilians. You can see that all of these people have comlinks on them. You don't see any kind of device uh, signature, any kind of icon for the night errant security guards. You can see that one of the seeming civilians that's there has a smart gun on him that mm-hmm. appears to be NYPD issue. Got it. Viv would like to assess the group. Mm-hmm. That is intuition plus Ascense. my sensing skill plus. It's your sensing skill plus intuition, intuition with an astral limit, which is your social or your mental limit, whichever is higher. So I have a limit of five. Uh, so that means I'm rolling eight, and I got three hits. When you're sensing, that usually tells us uh, presence and location of any implants, whether this any subjects that have essence of magic higher, lower, or equal to mine, whether any spirits or subjects are, have a higher force equal to my magic. What you see in the scene in front of you is a bunch of boring, mundane bullshit. This is what New York City is like a lot of the time. Not a lot of magic users. Nah, typical. Viv sort of exhales and uh, says, nothing to worry about so far. As Viv completes her ascensing, the doors between the two night errant security guards open and out walks probably the largest troll you've ever seen. TK says, big boy. <laughs> um, Lux is looking at his donut, which is particularly big, and he kind of nods in agreement, and then he looks up, and then he realizes what he's talking about. And he's like, yes. Uh, this is an eight-foot-tall troll with enormous, massive, r- curling ram's horns coming off the side of his head. Almost nine feet tall. Almost nine feet tall with the horns. Uh, and, you know, look, he's wearing uh, a black armored suit, clearly very expensive because it looks nice. Uh, it's all—it's clearly weighted with armor, and it's sized for a troll, which always costs twice as much more. No tie, though. It's, an, it's just a simple white, open-throated uh, white sort of Oxford shirt underneath uh, this black armored suit. He's wearing one of those giant-faced wristwatches, which, uh, you know, is sort of tacky and hard to miss on even human-sized people, but on a troll, it's also been doubled up twice as big four times as expensive. You can almost read the time from here. I like to imagine it's like a heavyweight belt, except it goes on his wrist. It's enormous. I think a small human that hasn't been training would require two hands to lift it. (laughs) (laughs) But this is a watch that's clearly bought by someone who enjoys buying watches. Other than that, fairly simply dressed. uh, The way he walks, you can almost tell that this is a person who other people perceive as high status, but himself is not trying to project anything other than a need to go and be about his business. He nods to two people, starts talking to them, one of whom is the person that uh, you figured out had a smart gun on them, and they start walking away from you up the block towards the Police Athletic League, which you know the location of. Lux does a memory check to see if he was wearing the same watch in the photo they gave him to Ooh. see how much of a connoisseur he is of like buying new watches. Interesting. Well, well let's find out. Yeah, it is clearly is... the same watch. Uh, Lux kind of thinks out loud... That's a very ostentatious watch. You may be interested in in watches. It is the same watch that he was wearing before, so he might not be interested in new ones. But if we could think of a way to be selling wearable tech at the booth, maybe that's something we can consider. TK says, all right, uh, y'all, I'm going to try and place a mark on our boy Solix because if I get a mark, I can use Snoop and tap his comm, and then we can hear whatever he's saying to his buddies. Uh, Lash, you want to cover me? Cover how? Matrix shit. I don't know. <laughs> Last year was looking at a bird in a tree. Oh, oh, yeah. Sure, sure. I'll just watch. I'll just watch. 
All right. Uh, I'm going to roll up uh, Hack on the Fly. Sounds um, good. That is nine dice because it is my hacking skill, which is specialized in personas. Uh, plus, I think it's my logic. Yeah. So Roll it up. That is three hits. And Solix will roll to counter that. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm sorry. Uh, Vern has spent his money well on very <laughs> highly rated devices. TK, uh, if we were to look at this in VR, we see a boxing glove clad uh, man attempting to punch a punch a force field towards the location of a retreating icon. Mm-hmm. And I think you're you're just out of just out of reach. TK says <clears throat> quietly, fuck that. And then eats a donut. And just just so you know, right, you failed an illegal action, which means you've incurred a, a little bit of an Overwatch score. So just you're fine right now, um, but just be careful. All right, yeah, you're watching. You're watching Solix uh, walk towards the Policeman's Athletic League, uh, the their gym with two of his buddies. And just to note, if we do have an issue with Overwatch score later on, I do have a um, residence. I have a complex. Yeah, or, complex form. I have a complex form that can veil. Our Overwatch score. I don't think we need it yet. I no, I don't think so either. But, yeah, but when it, when in the future, it, yeah. when we start to really fuck shit up. Assuming these roles work out. <laughs> All right, let me. What do you guys want to do? I want to go see him in the locker room. All right. Do you want to take my chameleon suit, or you want to just go to the locker room? I want to go shower. And All right, you're gonna get into the police academy. You better charm your little ass off. I want to see if he has needs extra time in the shower or bathroom. Or locker room because he's so big, and that could be a time where you can get him alone. Sure, I'm not gonna go to the locker room because Lash is like, oh hell no, I'm not going to the locker room, no way. I guess how am I gonna get into this place? This is all police. This is not nobody's. Nobody's not a police here. <laughs> Even uh, the employees. Do you have a fake ID or something like that? I have a lot of fake IDs. I don't have one as a police officer. Yeah, well, I mean, we could just go pull up to his house right now and see if we can get in there and snoop. Well, we're at his house right now. No, we're at the we're at you're like gym. A, you're like a block away from yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But the the gym is also about a block away. So well, yeah. yeah so well, maybe, why don't we just go? Yeah. Break go in. Bug his place. How about we split up? <laughs> we could split up. I'm staying in the car. I'm gonna go into his apartment okay. with a chameleon suit. I'm gonna slip in when someone walks in. Again, slip in, <sighs> and then if I have a problem getting up to the 72nd floor, I'll just hack the fucking elevator and get myself up. Yeah, there. cool. I'll be in the car assisting. And then maybe you two should go hang out in the shower, Jim. Because also you got you got all that water in the shower. You yeah. could probably do some shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Henley, can you put on some uh, appropriately dramatic music? That happens. Okay. Now that I'm in the right headspace, I'm wearing my tactical gear. I'm ready to go. So to recap, so the plan is you and me, Lash, we're going to go to the building. Check. I'm, I'm staying in the car. And I'll sneak upstairs any way I can. And I'm going to snoop the hell out of that place. You gonna snoop the hell out of it? How yeah. how how hard are you gonna snoop it? Pretty pretty hard. <laughs> snoop okay. it snoop it to the limit. I would say pretty close, if not over it. And you two, yes, Viv and Lux, you're going to the showers. We're going straight to the showers. Or at least we're going to try to tail him as far as we can. And I think listen as much as you can. Yes, maybe Guys, record. You never know if you don't go. Remember, the whole point of all of this is to find the honeypot. All right, tomorrow we're gonna sh- try to strike by putting what he wants more than anything in front of his face. Getting him over to the booth or wherever we are, if we can't get him to the booth, and get him measured and get him suckered and puckered, touched up, and ultimately framed. You're obsessed with kissing everyone Okay, that we I'm going to kiss across. him in the showers. Let's go. Let's go do what we say we're going to do and okay. break. Okay. Henley, roll out. Let's go. I'm going to room raiders this shit. 
Ooh, it's me, Taylor Moore, taking a break from playing all your favorite villains and rascals to remind you about Shaker and Spoon. It's a cocktail ingredient subscription box for $40 to $50 a month. Every month, they send you a box of everything you need. You just add liquor, and you can make 12 incredible cocktails. We've tried it here in the studio, and it is the real deal. This is high-level stuff. And if you go to shakerandspoon.com slash funcity, you get $20 off your first month and you can cancel anytime. If you, like me, like to have a drink or the, hey, the holidays are coming up, if you know someone who would like this, now's the time. Shakerandspoon.com slash funcity. Cheers. Can we have team names? Can you guys be team pal? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we can t- be team pal. And what are you guys? Team room raiders. <laughs> MTV. Tomb Raiders. <laughs> Tomb Raiders. <laughs> no, Team Room Raiders. T O O M Raiders? Yeah, mm. MTV presents Team Room Raiders. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, we're but Taylor team... loves it. Taylor <laughs> loves every name that you guys come up with. Team it's uh, his favorite part of the like, show. I can, he's done with his workout by now, and he's like. <laughs> he's, he's watching The View in the lobby while he sips his protein shake. His hair's drying. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, as so Solix just now arrives a block and a half later to the police athletic league. You guys are going to follow close behind him. Are you just going to you're going to walk there? Yeah, so. Okay. So as yeah. you approach uh, the police athletic league, it's a pretty big sort of um like regal almost stone building. It's got some pillars. It's got like uh, a big arched window above mm. the entryway that's e- extra large size uh, because it has to accommodate everybody who's a member of the Police Athletic League uh, and Solix is a pretty big guy um, and you can see yeah it's basically a, a giant open room with a bunch of exercise equipment on the other side of two sets of double doors there's a big desk about maybe 30 feet in front of you up a small flight of stairs and there is a, a human just hanging out there okay um, before we go in I speak with Viv and I say, look, I don't know how we're going to get in this place, but I know that, you know, the actual police, you know, administration headquarters is out. So if we're going to get any information about this guy, it'll probably be here, except for, you know, obviously when he goes home tonight. You got any ideas? Well, maybe you should use your strengths mm-hmm. and I can slip behind you. Okay. But if that doesn't work, <laughs> we can look around the building mm-hmm. and see if there are any stairs. Sure. And we can look through windows and still, I can still summon spirits through windows. Okay. As long as I can see. Okay. Lux does a quick search that he wishes uh, TK or Lash were you here know, for. You know, we still have comlinks. You could just. Okay, I'm going to tell you guys to. to uh, guys, can you look up the most obscure department of the police force that would still technically have access to PAL, but no way anybody there would ever know. Talking about, L- talking about subway cops? Basically subway cops. Yeah, if you get even more obscure than that, like, yeah. Um, Archivists, the police archivists. Aren't, like, aren't there like park people that technically have access? Like, we keep uh, we keep the oak trees clean. Cop mark marketing people? Right. Oh. The cop marketers? Yeah, you are, those you are... are- you're dressed well enough. I think you mean the cop librarians. Could be the cop. Yeah. Archivists. Oh, yeah. What does yeah, What does the Matrix say? Well, let's see. Uh, so I'm, I'll do a search for the most obscure, <laughs> obscure department of police. Yeah, just do a Matrix search for me, and I'll tell you what you find. <laughs> Taylor, stop fucking spamming. <laughs> I'm giving, I gave you two good ideas. He said, give, K-9, give them to me, he said, not to Bijan. No. He said, canine unit recruiter. People <laughs> like the dogs. They know who those people are. Uh, okay. 
I just a guy with <laughs> like a fedora so on with like a <laughs> white suit jacket watching a bunch of dogs play in a dog park. It's like that one's got the goods. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm gonna roll up. I'm gonna roll up that major search for most obscure police department or department of police. Mm-hmm. Rolling eight, four hits, no glitching. You find uh, that New York City has a very small fish and wildlife division and that within the fish and wildlife division there actually is a, a a small set of critter specialists like astral critters and that on that team uh there's actually because of the amount of equipment that they need and uh the damage that critters sometimes cause they need someone who does their books specifically because it's actually a lot of work so the fish and game department critter division has its own accountant huh and that is maybe the yeah. most obscure person yeah so i i get I'll, i relay that information to uh lux and viv so i guess you could be the accountant and the assistant to the accountant and what is it called again it's the critter division the critter division of the fish and wildlife division so uh mages control a lot of critters so Okay. It makes sense that I would be with you. Okay. So what Lux is going to do, he's going to whip up a couple of, uh, forge a couple of IDs. He's going to do a couple of quick searches and things to see something that's probable. So he's going to roll uh, up a couple of IDs for Lux and Viv. And he gets three hits. Hmm. Describe the actions that you go through. So, Sta- standing there on the sidewalk, like where are you? Yeah, to, I'm yeah. on the I'm on the sidewalk. I pull out a couple of I pull up a, a couple of uh, papers. I have I have standard sort of little papers and kind of official looking document paper and things like that. And uh, you know, I I kind of do my do my handiwork. Can I can uh, I make a, can I make a suggestion yes. here? Um, my ideas are virtual, and I don't need to write this on paper. Correct. <laughs> yes. So that's what I meant to say. <laughs> because uh, he does it on paper, and then he's like, "Oh shit!" I don't yes. know <laughs> Usually do Take a, a picture with your phone. <laughs> I do a draft on my own paper, and then I say, this needs to be done on my comlink. And so, you know, I have programs and stuff on my comlink that allow me to help with this. Lux is an expert at forgery um, and things like that. Usually he has uh, equipment back um, now on the egg lady that helps him in this process. There's some registry, some some light registry things that, that help, and, and he's got people that he does little comms to and stuff that help set up little dupe things that, that it looks like if you do a quick search, it's like, oh, that is official because it's like in the Wikipedia of the time kind of type registries and things like that. So there's there's just different levels of when people try to do more advanced checks on things that, that Lux knows how to do. He can't really do all of that now. So what he can do is basically make sort of a virtual ID that can be assigned to like a face. When an ID reader reads a face, it can attach this. And and it's really like the equivalent of in modern and in, in today's times of, of showing a fake ID that you kind of buy from Texas and it's fine if they don't really care and they could show that they looked at it and they're like, that looks like a real ID to me and gives it back to you. But if they ever like looked into it or scanned it or anything like that, they'd be like, we, I'm sorry, we're having trouble finding that. Like it would be, if they cared, it would be harder given that he's making it on the fly like this. Um, I rolled three, so I don't know what the universe feels about how good they are, but hopefully they're passable. The person who you're going to um, show these to, yeah. like they're going to scan it with an RF ID reader. Right. They're basically just going to roll to figure out whether or not they notice that it's fake. Right. You will roll against a combination of the person and their equipment. Yeah. And we'll just see how it goes. But Okay. So I say, Viv, these, I think if they don't really care about IDs, these will work. Um, hopefully I'll be able to talk my way into it. I do need you to have a couple of critters that look like we could control to, to sell this maybe. Um, sure. Yeah. 
with that to Team Room Raiders, what are y'all doing? So I want to sneak in there on my chameleon suit. I think the best way, rather than me trying to get in with some kind of ID or anything, is just sneak in behind someone and hide myself. I'm running silent because I'm a human. Right, because I'm a technomancer. I'm not. I don't have a comm link. Oh, actually, I don't know. I just go to my brain. Let's <laughs> quiet down now. No thoughts. I just I would, I take would a like benzodiazepine, to... and I'm like, I'm I'm running silent. <laughs> can you get me? You can switch your comm link, deck, other device, or persona, including your living persona, mm-hmm. to silent running. Okay, I think I should run silent. So all that means is that, yeah, you are not immediately noticeable. People can still try very hard to see you, and if they do well, they'll succeed. You take a minus two dice penalty to all Matrix actions. Yeah, I think worth it having you in the car... Worth it for me to run silent since I'll be yeah. walking in there. We don't I'm wanna... also I should also run silent, um, and I want to park around the block because it yeah. doesn't actually matter where we are. You're gonna as I long mean, as we're reasonably close to each other. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna especially because it's a high population density area. You're gonna run into a little bit more noise, but I'm gonna say it's just gonna be a factor of one. So you'll be at a dice pool of minus, minus three. Oh, because if you're running silent, fuck. Okay, that's minus two. Uh, if there are a lot of people around, maybe I don't need to. Right? I say to Lash, if you need anything, just let me know. Yeah. Be safe out there. So you see at the bottom of this very tall, very skinny building, like I said before, the two night errant security guards, there is a pretty steady stream because it's early morning and people are going out to get coffee and coming back, walking their dogs and coming back, et cetera, et cetera. Um, There's a pretty steady stream of people coming and going. These two guards, uh, they're both human. Uh, They're both six feet tall or so. They are fully outfitted. These are serious security guards. Mm. These, they're basically in like riot gear regalia not messing around uh but yeah there's two of them they're hanging out on either side of the door do you get close close ish to the building yeah i i'm because i'm in my chameleon suit so i'm like slowly creeping my way up okay in the lobby you see uh there's a lot of like curved wood surfaces um lots of dark wood wooden floors lots of gold trim uh and you see uh, just a giant hunk of lucite a desk that's off to the left um, and a very like bored modest looking woman is sitting there uh, watching trids and you can see that there is a little security uh, like a security camera you know whether it's a camera or an iris scanner you can't exactly tell but there's something there to check people in Um, and past her down the hallway a little bit you see a mad scanner that you're very familiar with Oh, and what is a mad scanner that I'm very familiar The mad with? scanner is the thing that you had to go through when you went to combinatorial. It's the thing that beeps in the presence of anything that it thinks is dangerous and also scans your sin. Is there a way to enter it without going through the mad scanner? You can get into the lobby and mm-hmm. you would be able to go several feet past where the board receptionist is sitting mm-hmm. basically watching YouTube videos. Yeah. But if you wanted to keep going into the building where you imagine the elevators are... You would have to go through the mad scanner. Okay. It basically takes, it rings the opening Mm. to get further into the building. Okay, that's okay, because maybe uh, either we can hack, we can hack that mad, yeah, yeah, spoof it, or, yeah. Can we spoof a sin to the mad scanner? You guys have fake sins. Each of you has, each of you has. Wait, but if it beeps while there's no one there, it's going to look weird, right? I can, yeah, I can either take out all my... I can take out all my weapons. It'll still be. It'll still look at your sin. Oh, your ID. Yeah. Or I could, if it's truly being just watched by this receptionist, I could kind of like make a an illusion that she sees nothing on the her security footage. Okay. Yeah. You could you could resonate that up. Yeah. I go through it. Does beep, but she doesn't. Or it does make 
whatever on her screen, but sure. she doesn't see that. She's To be clear, what you can see from where you are, which is you're still a little far away. I'm mm. assuming you're not standing there between these two security <laughs> guards. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just sort of peer. I'm, I'm, People walking would, into I'm, me. I don't want to make, I don't want to have to make too many decisions for you, yeah. but I'm going to assume that you're at a safe distance. You can't really tell what she's looking at, but what you can tell for sure is that the trid that's on her desk is is entertainment. It is not a security camera. Ah, uh, so she's not watching security somewhere else. She's watching, yeah, she's watching something for fun. Okay. She's not got her eye trained on, or at least as far as you can see, she doesn't have her eye trained on a bunch of security cameras. Right. She's just chilling out. Alternatively, I can grapple the building to the 76. Mm, <laughs> let's not do that. Relash <laughs> is like, we could time me, time me, see how. <laughs> so I start walking closer to the building. I'm looking at the people who are uh, walking inside the building. Um, I try to see if there's anyone who's particularly uh, maybe a little like disruptive, maybe a group of teens. Are there any groups of teens walking in? Nah, because it's like eight o'clock in the morning. Ah, so damn. it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Teens, they can be real disruptive. and You can sneak in then. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. The chameleon suit makes you basically invisible. Yeah. Someone has to pass a perception test in order to see you. Right. Okay. So I basically, I look at uh, who looks like they're walking in. Are there multiple people walking in right now? Yeah. I would say if you wait a couple seconds, you see someone uh, who catches the eye of one of the security guards mm. uh, as they're like maybe 15 feet away mm. uh, and they wave and the security guard nods at them back and like gives a little smile and waves back. Right. What do they look like, this person? It is a, a slightly older human woman mm -hmm. who is wearing, uh, like, sweatpants and a sweatshirt, mm. uh, and she is carrying some groceries. Great. So I am going to get extremely close to her, but would not close enough that she would hear me or... You're not going to breathe on the back of her neck. I'm not going to breathe. No, not this time. And <laughs> try to sneak in uh, into the lobby. Okay. I roll sneaking, which is yep. agility plus my sneaking skill, which is eight. And um, by eight, I mean it's seven plus two, which is nine, which I... <laughs> nine. I got two. Okay, hold on. The old woman is gonna. The old woman is gonna roll to notice you. She is quietly humming to herself. Um, the old woman continues down the block as you trail her, and you can just hear her sort of quietly going. <laughs> and I enter into the lobby. So now you're gonna have to pass two perception tests. Right. For these two, the two dudes. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm gonna give you a choice. Okay. You can re-roll if you want, or you can use the value that you just rolled. Why not? Let's try this out. Let's do it. Praxis. Rolling dice is Praxis. Four. Noise. The security guard who waved at the old lady says, Well, hello, Dorothy. It's nice to see you. And she says, Oh, it's nice to see you. How was your trip to the grocery store this morning? I didn't go. <laughs> Where'd you get those groceries? I just found some old soup. I didn't, I forgot I had. Have a nice day, Miss Swanson. And uh, as you pass. Dorothy! <laughs> as you pass. Mrs. Swanson! Through the closing doors, you hear. We're the same age! The two security guards talk to one another about Miss Swanson. The other security guard looks at the first guy and says. <laughs> that soup set! <laughs> What is wrong with you, man? Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, I'm sorry. I 
You I know do, she's not well. I do a good Dorothy. <laughs> and once you know you can do something, it's hard not to do it. It was pretty good. Um, Dorothy waves politely to the woman who is sitting at the desk who does not notice you one bit. She gives a polite wave, uh, but basically doesn't take her eyes off of her trid. Right. So I'm in the lobby. You're in the lobby. In the lobby. But in order to get to the elevators, I assume I have to go through the beep beep beepers. Correct. uh, As I like to call it. Mm -hmm. So in order to do that... I am going to... Mrs. Swanson is approaching the mad scanner with the confidence of someone who knows that they have nothing to worry about. You are trailing closely behind her. I'm going to just go for it and try to sneak in behind her. As Mrs. Swanson goes through the mad scanner, it beeps incredibly loudly and goes bright red uh, all at the LED readout at the top and the very plain previously very bored looking woman who is sitting behind her trid screen taps a little bit on a keyboard that's set into the lucite lucite desk and she rolls some dice hold on and says I'm sorry Miss Swanson it's been on the fritz for the last week I'm sure you're fine it's okay it's probably just reacting to I don't know some of the soup that you brought uh it's fine it's don't worry about it it's the soup? It's it's probably the soup. I heard about the soup. It's who knows what it thinks the soup is. People it's, are talking about my soup? There's been a lot of false positives. I told one person. It's fine. Just, yeah, you're you're good. Don't worry about it. I reset. Am I? Everyone's talking about my soup. Am I good? Uh, the mad scanner, the readout on the top that was flashing bright red, returns to green, uh, and the sounds stop. And what you see, now that you are slightly through the MAD scanner, is a bank of elevators that are labeled per floor. They're separated into segments. The closest elevator to you is for floors 1 through 20. The one that is just past that is for 21 through 40. The one that is closest to you on the right is 41 through 60. And then 61 through 75 is behind that one. Mrs. Swanson goes to the closest elevator bank to you. So that's not just 75. I am going to send a message silently to TK, and I'm going to say, any chance you can get into this woman's comm link and say, come to the 72nd floor. <laughs> she, she, you want me to ghost in the machine her? Yeah, I want you to send her a message and say, soup, <laughs> party. She goes to the closest elevator bank and pushes a button on the outside of it. It opens, and I'm assuming you're still invisible. Mm-hmm. She goes in, and you see her place her thumb on a pad Mm -hmm. and get her face close to uh, the wall of the elevator. Mm. You hear a beep, and you hear a pleasant computerized voice on the inside say, Welcome, Mrs. Swanson, taking you to the 14th floor. I'm getting on that elevator with her. You are on the elevator with Miss Swanson. Great. At least 14th floor is a lot higher than the first floor. You didn't. You couldn't just wait near the one, the 72nd, and just just get in that. No, because listen, if I have to grapple, I have to grapple this building. You couldn't. You could. You couldn't just take the stairs. Back to the police athletic league. Lux turns to Viv and says, "So, do you think you could whip up a couple of critters and we can have them as pets with us? And if things go wrong, I give you the signal. They get." You know, and they kind of scatter, and we say, oh, sorry, we got to get these critters. That sounds like a plan. Okay. Uh, Viv sort of looks around the sidewalk mm-hmm. and spots maybe a gutter with a little bit of water pooling in it. Sure. Okay. And she uh, bends down a little bit, uh, crinkling her nose, but uh, waves her hands over it as she wants to summon a force to spirit. Okay. So you're not actually going to go get 
right? Because like a critter is a thing that exists out in the world. They're animals, but they're astral. You're basically going to try to like Mimic fool one. someone into thinking that a summon a spirit that you've summoned is a critter, assuming that yes. like they have no clue what's going on. That's the plan. All right, because there are humped horses that are critters, and she could make little baby ones. <laughs> I'm. Are you? I'm. This is. I'm into it. This is fucking cool. <laughs> Uh, so Viv wants to summon a force to Nuggle. Do you know what a Nuggle is? No, I do not know what a Nuggle is. Please tell me. Nuggles are Nordic water horses. And so she's since it's a force two, it's going to be very small and it will be a batch. Just as, acting as one entity. Tiny water horses that have the same brain. That act as a flock. As a flock. Yeah. flock no flock. way. Really? Well, Nuggles. But you can do this. Yeah. It's just like a spirit. It's still a singular spirit. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> So cute. I know. Uh, let me know what to roll for the spirit to okay. resist. So uh, the spirit type will be water. Force is going to be very low. It's two. So I'm rolling for my summoning skill plus magic, which is going to be 12. I'm not going to be taking advantage of the sea this time uh, because I don't really have anything else to give up. Uh, so our uh, roll is summoning plus magic for me versus the force of what I'm summoning, which is still it's two. So net hits will be services owed, and I rolled five hits. The Nuggle rolled zero hits. And for Drain, it's the Spirit hits, so it was zero? Zero. So that times two, so no Drain. Minimum two. Minimum two? So you have to resist a minimum of two stun damage. Uh, okay, yeah. Viv uh, had one hit. So you take one stun damage. One stun damage. The Nuggles owe us five services, mm. and the first service is materialization, so people can see them. And out of the gutter, three little brown Nuggles appear. And Viv uh, coos into their general direction. Come here. Come here, little galoops. <laughs> she named them galoops. And Lux goes, great. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Viv, I love you. Okay, so your name is going to be a Catherine O'Hara. And... <laughs> I'm gonna be perfect. G.G. Allen, and, um, and uh, that's gonna be our names, and uh, that's what we're gonna go by. Viv, if you wanna let me do the talking, if if the IDs they don't like the IDs, um, I will just uh, make sure that our little nuggles are creating as you, much trouble as possible. You just yes, yeah, send the nuggles around. We'll go to collect them and be like, I'm sorry, we thought that these were safe. We just caught them, but we'll 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 be returning these to the wild. If uh, if the IDs work and everything, but I, I feel like things are going to be going downhill, I'll uh, I'll uh, wink at you a bunch. <laughs> if I ever start winking at you, release the nuggles. You got that? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> sorry, was that an overreaction? <laughs> really like those nuggles, huh? Was it the that word wink great. next to the word nuggle? <laughs> I'll follow your lead. All right, let's um kind of. Uh, try to figure out what they're talking about. Um, maybe interests. Um, anything. Anything we can get. I'll be recording on my com. Let's do it. They walk in to Pal. You see a single human receptionist uh, slash guard dressed as a normal New York City police officer, an NYPD incorporated officer, and uh, he does not acknowledge your presence at all. You can see that directly to the left of him is the main entrance into the workout room of the central largish mm. workout room of the Police Athletic League, and there's a little RFID reader that will just scan your comlink as you walk past and either beep approvingly or honk aggressively if it right. doesn't like you. 
So it looks like an automated kind of system. So I imagine that if we're registered uh, properly, um, as I've tried to do with wildlife and fisheries in the duped ID way, that we could just go ahead and use this, these RFID type readers and walk in. So we go to do that. There are basically going to be two tests that I'm going to make you pass. Yes. Each of you is going to have to pass an ID test, okay. which is essentially just whether or not your forged uh, IDs pass the system. Okay. And then you're going to try to pass through with the nuggles. Yes. The receptionist is basically going to decide how they feel about that. Okay. Okay. So the first so first thing we're going to do is they're going to roll to decide whether or not this is acceptable behavior or, and whether or not they care. Okay. As you walk in, the receptionist glances up from behind their desk and uh, he looks at you, Viv, and looks at the nuggles at your feet and uh, and says, I'm sorry, uh, only uh, only service animals are allowed. Oh, but these are service animals. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need to see your documents. I'm sorry, we're with the Wildlife and Fisheries Critters Division. Uh, technically, given um, the arrangement with our department, all animals we work with are basically um, animals within our care and, and tenure. Uh, so legally, they are all treated blah, as blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, fine, fine, fine. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> and we use the IDs. Lux gets through without a problem. The machine beeps happily. Viv gets through easily. The machine beeps happily. What you see in front of you at the top of the stairs on the other side of the receptionist desk is a long, tall room that is full of exercise equipment and metatypes of all kinds uh, working out on stair machines, treadmills, uh, you name it, uh, someone's running on it or punching it or lifting it and you can see that there are various doors to various rooms uh, lining the walls of this central area. I look at Viv and I say, uh, Catherine, you want to take a look around? I'm going to go to the little boy's room. You can see that's clearly marked. It's towards the back and to the left. Uh, Viv doesn't say anything but uh, controls the nuggles so they run run away from her and she pretends to go chase after them. Yeah, seemingly no one pays you any mind. <laughs> Great. So um, as Lux walks to the locker room, he's hoping that he'll be able to find the boys doing a little locker room chat. Um, and he uh, walks into the locker room and he takes a look around. You hear a mm -hmm. lot of commotion. There are a lot of a lot of dudes in here talking about various jobs that they're doing, talking about various cases that they're on. Uh, you hear, you know, hoots and hollers, but you also hear the distant sounds of just, you know, gym clamor. Uh, and over the top of the rows of old school square lockers, you do see a familiar mop of blonde hair uh, with two giant horns on either side of it. And that is Severin, like, sort of half ducking underneath the slightly too low ceilings, even though they're like, you know, eight and a half feet tall. Mm. He still doesn't fit. Did you say Severin? His full name is Severin, yeah. Severin Solix. Vern for short. Lux approaches the locker closest uh, to Sev um, and just starts listening. Severin is not talking, but his friends are talking uh, to him. Uh, and uh, you can tell that they are trying to cheer him up. Uh, they are talking about the latest like urban brawl to do. Mm -hmm. uh, or urban brawl is this sort of like capture the flag 
game with a ball that people try to get the ball on each other's bases and it takes place in this these sort of urban combat zones and everybody's blowing each other up and cutting each other in half. Uh, and they're they're talking about whatever game has happened recently or whatever team is on the outs of the league, uh, whatever players have suddenly gone freelance. And it's not doesn't seem to be having very much of an emotional effect uh, on Vern. And you can tell that uh, they can tell he's sad and they're trying to cheer him up uh, and it is having uh, no effect. Um, and they are in mid-dress, so it seems like they have wrapped up their workout and they are getting ready to egress. Lux is sort of taking off his jacket and kind of putting it into the locker. And uh, You opened a locker? You just went to a random locker yeah. and opened it? Yeah. And it was empty? Well, yeah, whichever one didn't have a lock on it that looked empty. Yeah, mm-hmm. he, op- he opened that. Which one does he, what does he see when he opens it? The em- empty looking locker. Roll a d6. Oh, no. <laughs> Five. There's a handgun in there. Take the gun. Lux- I, I, I don't say that. Say that. <laughs> uh, Lux looks at the handgun and he puts his jacket on top of it. Um, and he's just like, well, hopefully nobody needs that. Um, and he starts taking off his pants. <laughs> um, and he's uh, um, he kind of pretends, well, he does overhear them. And he's like, uh, oh, you guys talking about Urban Brawl? Uh, yeah, they see you approach. They don't recognize you. Yeah. And they say, oh, uh, yeah, we were talking about uh, the game last night. Oh, God. Do you guys have any money on that game? Uh, they look around. Betting is still illegal, especially if you're on the staff of the NYPD Incorporated. Uh, and they say, uh, no. And they wink at you, of course not. (laughs) They all do this in unison. It's just sort of a hive mind of, like, four dudes. He says, do you guys know Bryce Bammer? Personally? I mean, we don't know him, but yeah, of course. You guys fans? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I thought you were gonna say. I, um, actually happen to know him yeah he's you know he's gonna be um he he has he has friends and family in the department yeah they don't they won't say who it is but and i can't either but he's gonna be at the conference tomorrow what what do you mean bryce bammer's gonna be at the yeah policeman and private security international expo somebody's doing a raffle so that you could have dinner with him and then go out on his boat like he's got this crazy like airplane boat it's like insane like i heard it's like the funnest fucking thing ever anyway he's gonna be there so yeah i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to get in i don't know if you guys could get tickets or or anything that's why as you're saying this it's like you're hit by a train yeah uh like physically Mm -hmm. you are lifted up off of your feet and you are slammed against the nearest wall right uh by uh, an orc who is wearing just a towel uh-huh. uh, and he's got you pinned up against the wall yeah. with the flat of one arm and he's holding his towel with the other arm mm-hmm. and he shouts at you what the fuck are you trying to do whoa 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 what? all the guys everybody's like whoa 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 you trying to steal my piece what are you trying to do what I'm sorry I was just using this locker what, what do you mean you're just using a lot is that your shit that's on top of my shit oh is this your lock I'm so sorry I didn't I didn't even you're so you're so so what the fuck is this hey 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 hey, hey can you can you can you let up just a little bit a yo Vern do you, Vern, do you, Vern do you know this guy a giant hand goes on the orc's shoulder uh and Vern Solik says you've got to calm down this is I, I, I gotta calm down what's what's this guy doing calm in my it, what are you? I'm I'm sorry I'm I'm Gigi Allen I'm I'm from the uh wildlife and fisheries department I this guy a friend of yours we're all friends yeah we're all friends I don't here. I didn't I he backs off and pull lets you down yeah from the wall 
I look and I take I pick up my pants and my uh my jacket and I'm like, oh my god, I didn't even see that. We don't use those in wildlife and fisheries. Uh, we actually have uh, spray nets. He is he is watching you. He is watching yeah. everything you do. Yeah. very closely. Yeah, if uh, I'm sorry, I will just put these um, in another locker. I kind of look around a couple of their lockers to see if any of them are empty or any of them empty. There's one that's empty. Yeah. I put them in empty. I'm like, I sorry. I thought this was empty. I completely apologize. You're lucky Vern was here. Vern, is that your name? I'm so sorry. I'm. Thank you so much. I'm Gigi. Vern ignores you. Okay. <laughs> he turns to the orc who was lifting you up. and says, Theodore, obviously this is the first day you can't be doing this to I, Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, I just, but you understand. You know why, I, you know. I understand. Yeah. How is he? How is Goya? Listen, I don't want to talk. It's tough. It's tough. I understand. Uh, I don't know if it, what's what's happening or what's going on. The orc puts his hand up and just, and like walks away. Oh, God. Vern turns to the guys that he came back in with and says, you see, this is what I'm talking about. And uh, Lux pretends that he's crying and he goes up to them and he goes, guys, I'm so sorry. Um, I don't know what that was about, but I don't have a lot of friends in the city. I don't know if I should file a report that I was assaulted and I don't want any... I don't want any problems for your department. I don't want any problems for your department. You know? Vern puts his big hand on your shoulder now, yeah. looks you dead in the eyes, and he's just towering over yes. you, not wearing a lot of clothes. Right. It's a big guy. Vern, thank you so much for helping me. It's earlier. like, um, you ever heard the phrase barrel chested? Yes. This man could have a barrel inside of his chest. Right. He says, You have a good day at the gym, my friend. Okay. Do you know if you could get me a ticket? Enjoy sports? You enjoy sports? Oh, I see the the German accent is developing. I am working on it, buddy. <laughs> I'm I'm learning about sports. Um, actually, um, I'm, Wait, hold on. You hold know, on. You I'm know. learning about sports. I'm learning about sports. <laughs> you know the one player, and you're learning. About sports. Yeah, <laughs> you know a famous player. And you're learning about sports. Well, I mean, I know, I know what's, uh, why, they have friends why, that aren't fucking sports people. Hold on, while yes. while Lux is getting his bearings, yes. what is Viv up to? Yes, <laughs> Viv was uh, pretend chasing the Nuggles uh, around the gym. Uh, she made a loop to the uh, to the ladies' locker room. So this is basically you're doing the the man kicks a hat to chase it thing, yes. which is like you it, you're making it look like they're going in a direction that you're not controlling. Yes. When in fact you're willing them around. Exactly. Okay. And uh, doesn't really see anything of interest at the the women's locker room. So she makes her way toward the men's locker room, knowing that she cannot go in. Magic users in NYPD are incredibly rare. Uh, so. As you're sort of running around, I'm just going to roll for the number of people that see you as to whether or not this they find this extremely suspicious and if it's worth their intervention. Does that sound fair? Sure. Okay. Because it's like pretty, this is rare to begin with. Yeah. And then in, in NYPD midst, maybe extra rare because everybody's pretty mundane, you know, unless they're a troll. Um, you pass by a human on a, a treadmill and he chuckles a little bit. You pass by an elf who is doing, what's the one where you, you um, push your arms together? Something press. But, like yes. The lat, lat press? Uh, no. Lat press. Can you tell that I go to gyms? <laughs> I'm learning sports. 
Yeah, um, and he actually stops what he's doing and takes out a, a portion of his comm and like takes a little video of you chasing these uh, spirits around. Um, and you pass by a woman who is hitting a punching bag um, and she goes, aw, no one stops you. Wonderful. Viv starts to uh, move closer to the men's locker room, but finds a corner where she can stand still and disappear. You nestle into a corner and everybody is so delighted by what they've seen. They sort of settle into some good memories that they have of pets or critters that they've interacted with. And they don't see you slowly disappear into a corner. And the Nuggles, are they still around or do they dissipate? Their, their little neighs sort of uh, trail off, but they're, they sort of like maybe form into a puddle very quietly. Okay, back to learning about sports. Vern has still got you by the shoulders and he's looking at you and you can see that he has, he suddenly makes a decision. And he looks out over the locker room and everyone's looking because Theo the Orc, Theodore the Orc was yelling and it was at you and there was a gun in the locker and now, yeah. You hear light sobbing coming from the showers. <clears throat> Severin looks out over the locker room and everyone's kind of got their attention over towards y'all at this moment. And he says, now more than ever, more than ever. We must stick together. Yes. We must stick, stick together. together. No, no chant. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm not starting a chant. I didn't know. I knew. No. Yep. Don't speak. Okay. Listen. Yes. <laughs> love, love it. I love it. <laughs> Just imagine the guys from Three Amigos. Mm. No? Chevy Chase? The Germans? Mm. <laughs> Don't note me okay. during the show. All right. My little new man. You want to go to the convention? Uh, yes, I would. You want to see the bammer? Yes. I'll give you a ticket oh. to the convention. No way. Duh. Oh, wow. Okay, well, thank you so much. What, what's, if you don't mind me asking, what's wrong with Theo? Uh, <laughs> I just don't, I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to piss him off if I ever run into him again. So anything I could do to, to, to you know, avoid it. Theo's partner is not himself mm. anymore. Oh. Not himself. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know how that can be. Oh man, I wish I had more detail than that, but I I can understand it's probably sensitive and I will try to be very nice and respectful to him. You think that would help? Don't put your pants on his gun. I won't oh God, I look, you think I meant to do that? I would never do that. We don't we like I said, we don't use we don't use guns. Pants. Uh, guns. We use pants. Um we don't use guns. We have spray nets, uh we have bottle uh bottles. Um, this but, is uh, this is unnecessary detail. <laughs> yeah. Dig dig up dig up. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Well, thank you so much. Um, do you have a ticket on you, or are you gonna? I'll email you a ticket. Okay. Great. 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 Um, so uh, Lux gives him uh, a an email that he could send this to um, via his com link, and he's like, "Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I'll, I'll, I, are you gonna be there? Sure. Okay. I'll say hi. Thanks, you Vern. Can. Thanks, Vern. I really appreciate it. See. We stick together. We stick together. Not um, again. No. <laughs> no, no chant again this time. I think a chant's coming. <laughs> Chantless, they all exit. Okay. Uh, so uh, Lux um, grabs his clothes and he, he he looks around and he acts like he's too embarrassed to be there and he kind of runs out whimpering a little bit. As you leave, you see the man who checked you in walking towards the locker room and he 
has this sort of tired look on his face, sort of irritated, and he sees you and he says, Hey, mm-hmm. you, yeah. I just checked. Your division hasn't paid into the program in a year. You can't be here. You got to leave. You you and your friend, wherever she went. Uh, oh. And he starts looking around, trying to find out. You know, the one with the yeah, whatever yeah, you call yeah, 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 your yeah, yeah. Sir, yeah. you got to okay. talk to your supervisor. Talk to your commanding officer. And if you want to use this, you got to come back and you get a pay into the system. Okay. Is there a discounted rate, rate for us? What? I thought- no. Do you know get anything about the rates? Out, yeah. Put, okay. your, put your pants on. Get out. Okay. Find, where's your friend? Find her. Yep. Yep. Catherine, and, I'll, I'll, I'll get her. I, we'll, we'll figure this yeah, out. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah, see, yeah, I'll you see you soon. He walks away from you. <laughs> as soon as he walks away, Viv is literally like right next to Lux. <laughs> and she she appears. That was close. I think. Um, you weren't scared by that? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so Lux jumps a bit and he's like, Viv? Mm-hmm. Roll, roll, roll a d6. Okay. You're fine. Uh, no one sees you materialize. <laughs> yeah. Viv, let's go. Um, and they uh, both walk out. The elevator dings, and the door opens to reveal a very large, very plain apartment um, that is floor-to-ceiling windows its whole length, at least as far as you can see from the rear of the elevator. You also realize now that the elevator has two doors, and you realize that what Mrs. Swanson used when she got into the elevator was a combination thumbprint iris scanner. Uh, and that when she did that, it brought her right to her apartment and the mm. correct door opened. So there must be two apartments per floor. Mm. And she leaves the elevator and the door starts closing. Okay. I um, stay in the elevator. Okay. The door the door closes and the elevator remains where it is. It does not move for, <laughs> for now. Oh, great. I uh, kind of message over to TK and I say, uh, if I'm in the elevator... <laughs> <laughs> I think it and trapped. What, trapped. What in. do you need? I didn't. I tell you to not go in for the one with the woman. I thought. Yeah, but I just seemed like a great opportunity, and I didn't want to miss it, so I jumped in. But now I'm. I, so what I'm seeing right now is that the elevator it takes you directly to the apartment. There's no hallway situation a, that I thought was. These great. are rich people. We. You didn't. Yeah. So I think we might have to be doing some. Uh, we. Yeah, we're a team here. You know, Tomb Raiders. Team Room Raiders, sure. Team Room Raiders. Tomb, tomb work makes the... Stop, okay. Uh, we might have to kind of do something with these elevators to get get me somewhere, but I have to be in a completely different bank, it seems like, to get to the right floor. So you just fucked all of it up, huh? Well, the good thing is if anyone from floor 0 to 20 gets in... The elevator starts to move down. Oh, sweet. I'm moving. You get to the bottom floor and the door opens and you see a 30-something elf uh, looking at uh, looking at a small like holographic screen in her in her hand um, dressed, you know, like she just came from the gym, like sort of steps into the elevator without looking up. Um, and now's I, your moment if you want to leave. I move out. Uh, can you just do a quick agility test for me just to like squeeze by her? 
expertly, and she's going to roll perception. Basically, natural athlete, I get a plus two to athletics and gymnastics, but I didn't know if that... I would allow you to use your gymnastics skill for this. That seems fair. Okay, I got two. Please describe how you sidle past this woman as she enters her elevator looking at her computer screen. You said she's an elf? Yeah, elf. Yep. Uh, Tall, very skinny lady. Yes. So she takes a step open to get into the elevator and I swoop in between her legs. I get really, really (laughs) tiny skinny and I swoop underneath her legs so quickly. To be fair, her legs are very long. They're very long. She She's looks like she could be on the cover of Vogue. Yes, and uh, and I sneak out, and I'm out into the elevator lobby once again. To T- TK asks, what's going on? You stop talking. What's happening? I say, TK, I'm back in the lobby. I'm going to go over to the right elevator, and once I get in that elevator, I think we could hack it to make it go to the correct floor. So you get over to the elevator. There's a very obvious button that you push to call it. I assume you push it. No, Okay. I don't push it because I'm going to try to get in there when someone else walks in but this is a waiting game <laughs> i say hey tk does it look like anyone walks it is walking in who like looks like they live up high yeah for sure tk tk just says for sure and looks looks for another donut the universe delivers to you an overwhelming sense of confidence that you will not be visited upon by any ill fortune by pushing the button just okay i press the button <laughs> the door opens politely Get in the robot. Okay. Flash, <laughs> get in the elevator. All right, I'm in. I'm in the elevator. So you see the thumb pad and the eyeball scanner mm-hmm. that you are familiar with from the other elevator. There are no other buttons other than an emergency call. I tell TK, I think we might need to <clears throat> hack this uh, elevator. <sighs> All right. To uh, get me to the floor, and at, while that happens, we just gotta hack. Quietly. Do you not have a control device complex form? Can't you just make a... Uh, yeah, I have a puppeteer device, control device. That might kill her, though. Oh, that's true. <laughs> like straight the only up. downside is yeah, because Yeah, because we could try to do this, but if we think the rating, the security rating on this elevator is pretty high, uh, it's going to be hard for me to actually control it because they can. it's an opposed test. Okay, TK, this elevator I'm on, it's a... <laughs> How rich does it look? It looks um, pretty rich. How many buttons does it have? There is no buttons inside. No it's buttons. just it's just the thumbprint and an eye scan. And it's a it's smart enough to know based on that which door to open and which floor to go to. Uh, I guess I'll search and see if there are any building plans on the matrix that tell me any of the specifics of the elevators because it's a public. It was you know probably a building that people yeah. knew about before. Let's see. Roll it up for me. Yeah, you, it's yeah. Uh, it looks like I got four hits. Yeah, what do you want to know? Uh, what's the device rating? Like, how 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 hard would it be to break into this elevator? So weirdly, for how expensive it is, the device rating is pretty low. Um, this is a is it an older you, elevator. How would you say this? Um, the device rating of this elevator is four. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. does it does have uh, some like low level firewall stuff, but you're pretty confident that you could control it if you wanted to. It would be a little bit of work for you to get three marks on it, which is what you would need, I think, in would order to. Would I need to... three marks? believe you need three marks in order to control a device. But what if I spoof the command of to just going up? Great. Or I can, if it's not too high, I, I can puppeteer this guy real quick. I mean, I think it'd be easier for me to just spoof a command to tell oh, you yeah, to set the it. second floor. As uh, long as, as long as, um, it seems like the security isn't so high, so go ahead. I also want to be clear, Lash, you have evaded every check by the security cameras. Right. They are looking, they're trying to find you constantly. <laughs> yeah. And you, and they're, they're, actually pretty good and they've missed you every time Mm -hmm. 
Lash, I figured out that the elevators are pretty old or something. They're just, they don't, they seem to be, that's where they skimped in this building construction. Love they seem, it. They seem real shitty. I think I can hack it. Uh, Excellent. I'm going to do some typing real fast. Hack this shit? Uh, so you successfully get one mark, and then you're going to spoof command. Can you tell us what spoof command yeah, does? Yeah, uh, spoof command is, it, all you do is you get to you get to give a device or an agent a command as its owner. So I'm basically spoofing that I am the computer that is controlling this specific elevator. So uh, I guess I'll come over to Lash again and say, all right, uh, you said 72? Yeah, I just don't know if it's right or left. Any chance we know? On the uh, schedule or in the info sheet? You know what? Let's just go up there and figure it out. Great. Uh, going up. The elevator begins to move. Really? Wow. International you know, elevator to, song that plays in every elevator, elevator. Roughly a minute later, the elevator comes to a slow stop. Do any doors open? No doors open. All right, let's see. I'm just going to pick a door. Um, which one do you think? Uh, what, what's your uh, what's your technomancer intuition telling you? Which door do you think it is? Um, do I, I try to look through the doors and try to take a look and see what I see through the doors on both sides? And uh, what do I see? Through one of the doors, you see a lot of devices. You see a wirelessly connected record player. You see several televisions. You see a couple trids. You see a collection of comlinks and a number of gaming systems. Um, you also see a very serious security system. Through the other door, you don't see anything. All right, I'm going to... Tell me, tell me what, what did you see? What did you see? Uh, I'm going to say there's this This door on the left has a ton of uh, gadgets and it's got a pretty high-tech security system, it looks like. This other door doesn't have anything behind it, so... Let's do the one without anything behind it. Door number no, two. Door, no, anything behind it? <laughs> yeah, that's four hits for that. <laughs> for spoofing that command, open the door that doesn't have anything behind it. That door opens. Yeah. And you see uh, directly in front of you, before leaving the elevator, yeah. a massive leather chair. It is the largest leather chair you have ever seen. And it is facing directly out, looking out over the city, these floor-to-ceiling windows that you recognize from Mrs. Swanson's apartment. And the leather chair is surrounded with piles of books that are very neatly organized. Some of them are on top of a small side table. The small side table also has um, a, a glass stein half full of yellow liquid. And you notice uh, you can just barely make out that the books are in German. Did I get it? Well, it's this is a. It looks like a super German place. So the elevator door starts to close. I slide out and to get get out in there. Last, did I get it? Was I right? It works you see somewhere. any big? You see any big shit? Any large? Because our man is very large. Yeah, I see a big old leather chair and some German books. <laughs> Have you ever seen a movie where someone breaks into a place? <laughs> the door closes behind you, um, and you hear it whir away. Um, now that you're inside the apartment, mm. to your left, you can see that there is a small kitchenette that is pushed up against the wall that you just passed through, and you, it looks like it's never been used. It looks like a brand new kitchen that mm. no one has ever used. There's a small seating area, but then there's nothing in the apartment between the kitchen and these giant windows that look out into this grouping of video screen covered buildings. Um, and then to the right of the giant chair, you see a normal sized upright piano that is very old um, and has a bunch of practice books and sheet music 
leaning up against it. It looks like it has traveled the world. It is very beaten up. The keys are very yellow. Um, some of them are broken in the middle, like the white fake ivory part is coming off. Mm. And up against that wall, to your right, your immediate right, you see two doors. If you were to give the apartment a look through your mm-hmm. natural AR vision, um, it doesn't seem like there's any security here. Okay, I'm guessing. Um, I'm guessing the stuff is running on super silent in in here. In game terms, just so you know, yeah. because the system rolled so poorly, I'm just mm-hmm. going to tell you, Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, like the mad scanner downstairs, yeah. it would appear as though Severin's personal security system is also on the fritz. <laughs> so as you're sitting there, you actually, as you're standing there, you actually see in your AR vision all of the various security s- system elements that are in his apartment, like blinking on and off and showing up in your field of vision and then blinking away, glitching in and out of mm. your view, and you see slowly, one by one, they all pop up with little errors, and they are all disconnected from the matrix. They all disappear. Okay, I tell TK. That uh, was a very lucky roll. Yeah, I tell TK. <laughs> we, uh... Remember when you were like, they are never ever gonna get into this building, <laughs> and. Yeah, I said, why did you write this enormously long description of this apartment building? Because they're never gonna go. I say to TK, I say, it looks like their toaster oven's broken. TK says, is that code? Yeah. Yeah, their their security sucks. So we're calling them toaster ovens now? Yeah, I thought it was a cute thing. Like, I don't know. Toaster oven, got it. Thanks, TK. I'm going to go snoop around this place. So you have those two doors that you haven't been into? Is that where you're going to snoop? I'm first going to go over to the chair and just take uh, a look at what what the title. It's in German, but like the title of the book, the first book that's there. Uh, The book's. Can you be German? Um, oh, wait. I do have language skills. Let me see what I have. <gasps> I have German four. How, how lucky <laughs> is that? No, whoa. Whoa, holy shit. Wow. She has two. She has two German and Hungarian. <laughs> she happens to speak German. Wow. I didn't know At this At a level you. of four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so whoa. what you see are <laughs> insane. I just picked two. Insane. What you're saying is slash... Sprechen Sie Deutsch. Yeah. Sie sprechen ein bisschen Deutsch. I am extremely impressed. <laughs> yeah, das stimmt. Das stimmt. Das ist gut. Das ist gut. Mein Freund, das ist sehr gut. Mein uh, Fra- Frage? No, that's not book. What's book? Isn't it? I think it's Buch. Buch. I think it's Buch. Mein Buch. Buch would be books. Is that name? Mein, yeah, Buch in Buch. Mein Buchin is sehr gut. Yeah, das macht sehr Spaß. You see a bunch of books about the history of Bavaria and like old books on the history of the German people, uh, and also some like German translations and also original German uh, manuscripts of like uh, old science fiction and fantasy classics. You're pretty sure you see like maybe there's like a Silmarillion in there, something like that. Maybe like a uh, Stanislaus Lem uh, essay, short story collection translated to German, all just sort of stacked up there. Some of it's like easy stuff like coffee table books mostly pictures you know some of it is thicker stuff some of it bought vintage it used bookstores some of it looks like it's fresh off one of the rare like paper presses still left in like the city or something like that and how many books are we talking here it, it, it's like there's like a sort of a half shelf and they're just sort of scattered around like someone's been thumbing through them you wouldn't say that he's maybe a collector of rare books no, these don't look rare. They just look like maybe he got some money and went on like a topical books like buying spree. Mm, mm, mm. 
Okay, then I uh, well, I go very interessante. I don't know if that is German. It's not. <laughs> There's a lot of books about like like pre-industrial German architecture and small town life. I say interesting, and I uh, walk over to one of the doors of the and walk through the one closest to the windows. Do you want to do that? Or do you want me to do it? Sure. You go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, you have found the bedroom. Ooh. The bedroom. There's only one thing in this room, and it's a huge bed. It's also worth, I just to, to make it clear, the door that you just walked through also, giant. A yes. huge door. Say a gross bed. The bed is made. Not well. It's not hospital mm. cornered, mm. Uh, but he definitely like put the, uh, the comforter back on. I take a peek under the bed. Clean. I take a bed. There's a there's a there's a Vroomba under there. Oh, oh God! Once again, proud of you for not saying Neo Roomba. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I look under the uh, the mattress. Looks like a normal no, under no, no. mattress. No, 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 sorry. no, no. Roll strength. Roll strength. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I wanted to roll strength. Nine hundred pound mattress. Uh, it's just four. What, is this gymna- gymnast? No, this no. is just pure strength. strength. Right. You know, Unless those... you have a carrying item skill, which does exist. No. Oh. Okay, I got... Not bad. What, what is a hit? I can't even you remember. You got two out of four. Two out of four. That is, no, you struggle to lift the largest mattress you've ever yeah. seen. It's also a double pillow top, reversible. Oh, you actually boy. think, you look up at the height of the ceilings, and you wonder whether or not you could even flip this mattress <laughs> in this room. Yeah. Okay, so there's only a bed in there. I go, okay, this is a stinky room. And I go, <laughs> I go. Um, there is, and there is another door to the, I guess it would be in the back. It would be on the other side of the room when you get in. There's another door that's closed. Oh, like a closet looking thing? You don't know. Okay. It's I'm, another It's another huge door. I'm, I'm going to look in there. Okay. The smell hits you first. Oh, no. Oh, no, that's the other. Nope. She just went, she just went into. The closet. The closet. Door the, number two. The bathroom. Oh. Uh, <laughs> also, the smell hits me. <laughs> the, no, actually, the bathroom is very clean. Oh. Uh, I mean, this is a nice building. It's got automated uh, you know, cleaning systems in the bathroom. Uh, and it's very easy to clean because this is a wet room. The whole room is the bathroom. Uh, yeah. There is an enormous toilet. Uh, and there, there's also a shower head and a drain in the floor. The whole room is a shower. Or a toilet, depending on how you define it. Uh, how damp is it? It was used earlier this morning, but the you know the heating and drying systems have taken care of most of it. You can still smell some of the product in the air. Mm-hmm. It's very, yep. it's kind of pleasant. What soap? What soap brand are we talking? Well, there's lots. Uh, oh, yeah, there's lots. There's a lot of different like unguents, lotions, shampoos, <laughs> body washes. Flash is interested. I go. Looking Ooh. for a honeypot. I say, yeah, I'm looking for a honeypot. Okay, I say, okay. Let's go to the other room. Let's go to room number two. Oh, you don't want to find out more about his skincare routine? That's fine. <laughs> you know, I am, but I heard that the other room might be stinky. <laughs> uh, you know what she likes. So you walk out of the bathroom and through the bedroom, back out into the front sort of foyer hallway area. And when you open this um, this second door that is also quite large, you see that the room is, is completely dark. And if you fumble around um, to the left, you find a light and you flip it on. Uh, but yeah. When you open the door, immediately... Glue, paint, solvents, sawdust, plastic. So you flip on the light, and what you see... There is a magnificent, extremely detailed, miniature Bavarian town. 
Oh boy! It takes honey pot, honey pot, honey pot. Seventy-five percent of the room. It begins on a flat, built-out surface, a large table with a wide notch cut into its side, and continuing towards the wall on a gradual incline, where the village scene turns into a grassy mountainside covered in tiny trees, sheep, even little goats. I quickly look at the uh, at the Bavarian uh, landscape, and I look to see if I can see if there's any kind of holes missing, if there looks like there he's working on, on one part of it or anything like that. Well, as you approach, you do see that there is a one part that's being worked on over by like, on the other side of this little miniature town. There's a workbench, a small work table, above which is a set of shelves holding meticulously labeled boxes of materials. Various well-worn tools are pegged to the wall over there, and in a custom-made display to the left, you see four massive and seemingly mechanical wristwatches, all of which tick away at precisely the same time, down to the second hand, moving in sync. They all appear to be gold or some convincing substitute. The only discernible difference between them is the typeface of the numbers on their face, and one has an off-color crown. It is black to its watch's yellow shine. What time is it reading? What time is it during the day? It was about 9.30 now. 9.30. 9.30, so it's reading. 9.29, 15 seconds, 16 seconds, 17 <laughs> yeah, yeah, seconds. Yeah, I, I stopped reading the time. <laughs> he radios and says, what do you see up there? It's been uh, a while. We don't know when he's coming back. Wow, this guy is cool. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the, he's got this little Bavarian village, and it is so cute, and I would love to play with it. Um, Any honeypots? Yeah, I'm guessing this Bavarian village is the honeypot. This guy is freaky for... Bavarian villages. So you're saying we have to make a Bavarian? <laughs> you know what? I don't even want to know. You know what? I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a picture of it and send it down. And I'm gonna take a picture of these watches and send it to y'all because there's these crazy ass watches in the corner that are ticking away. Oh look at he's got even he's got so many interesting details here. Okay, and I'm gonna uh, come out and I'm gonna say, okay, I think that's all. You want me to check the kitchen? No. <laughs> no one has anything interesting in those kitchens. Okay. There's a right. kitchenette, right? It's not even a kitchen. Yeah, and I'm not seeing any kind of office or anything where he keeps files or anything like that, so nothing else. It's paper. We don't use paper. You know, Lux is using paper all the time. He's so fucking weird. <laughs> Sometimes. I'm gonna I'm gonna head on down, so I'm gonna need you to uh spoof all right. this va- this Vader. This elevator. Calling them Vaders now? Yeah. Hmm. Three hits. You succeed. All right, come uh, come back to the roof, Condor. I come on down. Now I just have to get out. <laughs> you ride the elevator all the way back down to the ground floor, and it dings open. When you arrive in the elevator lobby, you don't see anyone there. No one sees you. You turn the corner, and you see the same mad scanner with the disinterested woman watching her trade screen on the other side of it. What do you want to do? This is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking I'm extremely fast runner and I'm in my chameleon suit I think even if the thing goes off I just sprint on out of there uh what about the guards why don't you wait till somebody uh somebody walks out because it's 9 30 people still getting breakfast probably commuting to work because these are rich people okay you could just wait to see if there's there's maybe a couple people but you know wait 10 minutes if nobody's coming then just sprint we got to be careful yeah, I just wanted to show you how fast I could run to the car, okay? Yeah, 2.3 boat lengths a second. Yeah, we know. Yes. Okay, sure. I guess I can be prudent and, and by wait. boat, I mean dinghy. Um, it's a weird time in the morning. 
everyone who has to be at work by 9 or 10 has already left. And everybody who hasn't left their apartment by now is probably working from home. Mm. Um, it's not yet lunchtime, so there aren't any delivery people coming. The mail in this neighborhood comes pretty late. So you sit in the lobby for a little while and there isn't a lot of coming and going. No one comes. Are you like, TK, can I please try to run? Yeah, sure. Fuck it. You book it through the mad scanner <laughs> and it beeps vigorously, turns bright red. The woman sitting at the desk at her trid rolls her eyes, taps a little bit more on her keyboard, and it quiets itself, and she goes back to watching her stories. You see the two men who abut either side of the door. You see the two men on either side of the exit talking to one another. They're both looking at each other, and they're having a quiet conversation that you just barely start to hear as you approach. And as you get within a foot of them, they laugh at one another, and they go for a fist pound right at your midsection, which I'm going to allow you a gymnastics roll <laughs> to attempt to slide under. Okay. One of them rolled well enough that he has an opportunity to see you, but not so well that he definitely crushed it. So I'm going to let you, if, if you have a chance to evade. So I'm doing a gymnastics You're test. You're doing a gymnastics test, and I'm going to say that you have to get three because... This is happening at light speed, and this happens right in front of you. You have a split second to react. Okay, luckily I get to roll 12. Mm -hmm. Jesus. I hope you succeed, but you fail because you go, clam flip, <laughs> out loud. <laughs> clam flip. Okay, I got six hits. Holy sh Not only will I allow you to describe how you slide underneath this sudden fist bump that happens, I will also let you tell me what conversation they are having. Yeah, okay. So what they're having is one of the guards is is talking about how he thinks he should try his hand at stand-up comedy because he's really good at impressions. And the other guy's like, I think you should go for it. I mean, you only got one life to live. I heard the scene's really hot right now. And he's going, thanks, man, for always supporting me. And they go to make the fist bump. I touch the butt <laughs> of one of the guards, which causes him to take his, his fist back so I can sneak under. And I'm running multiple boat lanes per minute. So wait, what I'm picturing is like you drop to your knees and yeah. slide, and as you're doing that, you poke a butt? <laughs> yeah, I poke a butt, which makes him pull back like, whoa! Quick oil check. Yeah. <laughs> um, you are outside on the sidewalk, and uh, the the two guards continue their conversation, um, encouraging one another to follow their dreams. Yeah. Uh, no one on the street sees you. I'm still around the corner. I don't know what's going on. I, met, I tell TK, hey, all's clear. I just share my location. I don't say anything. And cut back to Viv and Lux. You guys are... Making our way out of the building. Viv is making the little Nuggles uh, run ahead. We are making our way hastily out of the building as we were kicked out for not paying dues. Shall we re regroup? Uh, yes, yes. Um, so they just walk uh, back towards the location where TK sent, and they meet up with the other two. As you guys are leaving the... Police Athletic League, you see um, to the left a very large car pulls up and um, a very large troll gets into it and it takes off uh, down the street and drives away from the direction that you are heading back to Henley the Bentley. Should we make haste and try to follow them? Yeah, we know where he's going. Yeah. Did you guys get anything for the old HP? This dude is majorly into Bavaria. Okay, what does that mean? I mean, he... You ever see... 
a tiny, tiny little village. Oh, shit. And then uh, Lux just looked at the picture on his comlink. Yeah. I just saw one just now, yeah. There's a whole room full of tiny, tiny village. Holy. Bavarian. Sarah. It's never the ones you think. I think we're going to call this one Operation Bavarian Honey. Yes. Yeah. Viv wants to see, too, so she pulls out her uh, broken starfish. <laughs> 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 oh. Oh. It's quite lovely, actually. It's gorgeous. Hmm. I can't believe no one saw any of us. <laughs> I mean, not me, because I was in the car oh. the whole time. They see you, you two? It- yeah, they just thought we work for the critter department. Anyway, are these <laughs> watches in the background as well? Yeah, do you recognize yeah. them? Do you recognize them? Yeah. I said that um, first. Do you- Stop copying I, me. I, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in the same uh, body pose as TK. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. TK just doesn't say anything and sets Henley to drive back to the, <laughs> the Mrs. Egg. No, I don't, but I have a friend who uh, who probably would actually recognize these. Okay, so do we think that we have enough to uh, attract him to a booth, maybe uh, with either a Bavarian village? Does Bavaria have bees? Yes. Okay, good. I'm glad the answer did you was do, yes. I hope you like did a matrix search before that to make sure that- <laughs> Do bees still exist? I'm going to retcon that and say, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. Have the, all the bee colonies collapsed? Does Bavaria have fake bees? No, yes. the bees are doing okay, I think. Oh, yes. the bees are back. Oh, good, good. In a big way. In a big way. Too many bees. Yeah, just too many bees. <laughs> they're, all, they're corporatized now, yeah. but yeah. yes. Lux. Bee Inc. Talk about know. office drones. <laughs> <laughs> Iris out. The team piles into Henley, which quietly whirs them away from the wealthy, yet crowded, ad-ridden environment of the Upper West Side. Mid-morning traffic has died down, and after passing lazily through two green-lit neighborhood security checkpoints, the car's navigation system takes the team to the West Side Highway. In the late morning sun, the monuments tower and glint not too far south. Driving on the highway, one can see the large, thick panes of safety plastic that edge the outer bank of the superstructure, between the highway-adjacent green path and the Hudson River. They were installed by the city decades ago and bankrolled by Sater Krupp as a marketing initiative for their new line of, quote, structural plastics. This was back when the Upper West Side was a Sater Krupp zip code. Peering through the pristine windows of the car, and then the decades of graffiti, scratchy, e-paper sticker bombs, and iridescent wheat pastes on the edge glass, you can just barely make out a few barges with modest stacks of cargo, and groupings of small homes and businesses floating in the Hudson. Holdouts who haven't made their way to the archipelago for whatever reason, living and working, literally, in the wake of corporate business. Henley parks, and the team boards the Mrs. Egg. They gather in the kitchen to discuss their next steps. Lux, what did you learn in the locker room? Vern is sending me an invitation to the event um, with a dupe email I sent him. Check my that fake email account I set up so that he could send me that message, and I see if he did. So just to be clear, you have multiple fake email addresses, yes. right? And you're not going to give him... No, not mine. Okay, great. Yes. Perfect. Yes. 
Um, it's actually part of just the automated, some of the automated software I use. It just automatically creates ways to contact these people, you know. You get uh, like throwaway yeah, email just addresses. Yeah, throw away everything is, yeah. because, yeah, the, the direct nature of that's such part of your identity. It's, Forgery yeah. is your specialty. Yeah. So, yes. I checked that email box, which has nothing else in it because I just made up G.G. Allen before going in, and I see if he sent me the invite to the event. G.G. Guten Tag. Oh, it's a video message, guys. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not a video message. It's not. It's textual. Okay, it's, text. it's textual. Okay. Dictated, not read. Okay, dictated, not read. <clears throat> G.G. Guten Tag. It's G.G. G.I.G.I. G.G. G.G. Guten Tag. So sorry about what happened in the... <clears throat> So sorry about what happened in the locker room today. Uh, you know, the guys, they get rough. They get, uh, yeah, we all have emotions, you know, on the force. You've been on the force for a while. And Tom, I think, quit the stuff you said. <laughs> sorry, I'm rambling. Look, I'm finally kind of coming on into my accent, and I kind of want to play with it a little bit to get it right, you know. It's he sounds, he sounds like Arnold it's, Schwarzenegger on email. <laughs> I like it's it. Come across <laughs> written like he's the Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, here's a <laughs> shit. Uh, Tash, you will find two tickets to the convention tomorrow, and also two passes, two VIP passes to my talk. So come backstage, and you can uh, see me after my keynote address. He. Uh, actually sent me two VIP passes to actually um, see his talk and talk to him backstage afterwards. So we, I might be able to casually drop if he, um, anyway, we'll be able to talk to him. He didn't see uh, Viv, so it could be anybody else that goes with me, but I will have to go as Gigi. What about, did you get any intel about uh, Urban Brawl? Into it, not into it? Well, I it? told him that Bryce was going to be there at the booth. I don't think he really cared that much. I okay. think he likes I think he likes Urban Brawl, but like he wasn't, he didn't, you know, school girl over it. Right. Um, okay. Then that's, yeah. Uh, so I'm guessing that, you know, he's not going to want to hang out in his, I, I also said he had a plane boat, which I don't know if that makes sense, but. Um, you said Bryce had what? A plane boat <laughs> that you could go on with him. I said it was going to be part of a raffle. Like a lot of times at these booths, they have raffles i thought i don't know i can set this up with bryce i know you can't all right set it up I with bryce <laughs> <laughs> no it but... doesn't have to be real well guess what last tk could set it up with bryce what <laughs> don't you know bryce i don't know bryce you know bryce i know bryce <laughs> i know i'm just kidding i i was uh <laughs> i thought you this would... <laughs> week on the thrilling adventure hour who knows bryce <laughs> <laughs> i thought you would i thought you'd want to because tk was going to um, you can't trick me that easily i know um okay so yeah so it, you know at the very least we can we could speak with him backstage and stuff so uh cool yeah i think we got all the info we need do we need to try to follow him into work I don't want to be the critter I police again. I don't want to do that. Uh, anything you want to do on the boat before you call it a day? Or do we want to... I think we have enough stuff uh, or information. Like, we have the watches, the various stuff. We, like, all this information to kind of look through and figure out how the best way to use it. So, I guess let's work on creating a, a display, like a, a booth. And you... Lash, get oh, in touch with Bryce. Bryce? Are we still taking Bryce? I don't know if we need Bryce anymore. I think we could use Bryce as the, the demo man, because he's huge, right? Next week on Thrilling Adventure Hour, <laughs> do we need the Bryce? Um, okay. Should we get a celebrity spokesperson to come by our booth at a convention? I can't imagine <laughs> a pulp, hard-hitting, noir story any more exciting. Yeah. We don't have, there's no, there's no I pulp. mean, it's Bryce or Bavarian Village, and, you know. One I know, is certainly easier to get than the other. Sure. I, you know, I don't 
I can't think of two people I would trust less to build a really fine, delicate Bavarian village than you two. What? Love you, love you to bits. We have tech. I have technology skills. Why don't we use the use the instruments as they are intended, so that he could make figurines of himself in the Bavarian village? Oh, that is it. a great my idea. Shit. Love it. That is a good. Oh my so god. So our that so our booth or it's not a booth is. Creating 3D, mo- it's like 3D printing thing. It's not a booth. We don't need a booth. He's just going with him. We have an inn. We have an inn. So we're just going back and saying, bringing it. With we I have. Uh, why would you be there with this 3D <laughs> printer? Is the question. Uh, All you have side. to say is it's a 3D scanner for that, critters. It's comprehensive, and you oh, use it critters. to generate. Mo- yeah, we use it for critters to generate models to study the critters. But you could probably use it for miniatures. Here's, here's what I think we could do. I have the inn to to talk to him and gain his confidence. What if you guys did have a booth, whether it's part of the trade show or not, I, d- I don't know. And I talked to him, I casually slip in the thing and I was like, uh, you know, I, I got a, you know, uh, a friend doing this, that or the other. And if he, if he, if he's, if this isn't a big thing of shame for him and he just, and he happens to take the bait and mention the Bavarian village, I'd be like, you know, I got a friend who could do perfect recreations of you doing activities. Um, these things actually like move and they look like you in your village. Would you be interested in that? Or Make something sure like that. you don't say that you know about his village though. No, no, no. I'm, I know I have to you, give him bait yeah. for him to, but you're to walk into the conversation. Yeah, so give him bait. Yeah. yeah. Lux, you should, you should study mm-hmm. up on Bavaria because you're going to have to be doing most of the faking here. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll All, handle the... It's just an easy lie for me. It's just a wildlife and fisheries critter department we'll... guy <laughs> who, who's make... an expert in Bavarian no, we'll... villages and making figurines with new technology. Look... It's something I did last week, I'm sure. Look, you're very uh, good. You're very good at lying. Okay. I'm sure that it'll work. All right. And then, uh, Viv, why don't you go with him and do the critter thing again? Why not? It'll work twice. Well, cops are stupid. A cab. We're not going to be able to spell it out for him. What we hope is that he's going to be so interested in this that he's going to see this technology and the unbelievable ability to, you know, I, I could offer to to use it on him to, to to show him how well it works and how quickly it works and that he could in real time have little miniatures of himself and he mm-hmm. could see just how valuable, how great that would be for him to mm-hmm. put in his little village. That's like what we're kind of hoping. I will think. you will you have miniatures on you? Here's what I'm here's what I'm thinking is the Nuggles are already little models of bigger mm. Nuggles and but because they're only class two spells, they look like perfect recreations of Nuggles and like he's he's gonna be like, oh my God, I could have this realistic of a of a recreation of myself. Like these things have like they look like exactly real nuggles, but they're tiny. There we go. These will go away, actually, at sunset. Damn it. Well, you could do it again. <laughs> I could do it again. You could do this again. Well, this is a dry, a dry run. If they're manifested, you can also scan them, right? That's oh, true. All right. We could make models of the knuckles. Yes. But you could of also the perfect show, knuckles. You could show them ones that are alive and say that this is what you could do. Exactly. I mean, that would be All the right. promise that I right. think would actually that is what. That is what Viv will spend her time on. Thank you, and Viv. In the and I know we... you get damaged every time you make knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> make more knuckles. She's bleeding from the ears. So I'll make more knuckles. I think another thing we should think about is how to get all this stuff past security at the actual. Well, if he's VIP, we'll be fine. Yeah. We just as long as we can make the tech look like not what it is. But oh, we have time. This to- is gonna be so great because we'll be able to tell them like you'll be able to command these things, and Viv, you'll be able to command the Nuggles. Oh, I'm so excited! Okay, I gotta go find out about Bavaria. <laughs> <laughs> You are now leaving Fun City. 
Thanks for listening. If you want to support the show, get access to ad-free, high-quality uploads, our Discord, Fun Chatty, our bi-weekly post-episode chat show, and as of next week, our first patron-only adventure, a very lash Black Friday. Head to patreon.com forward slash funcityventures. And just a quick note on release schedule since the holidays are coming up. Next week, we will publish a very lash Black Friday for Oh My Plus patrons. On December 6th, we'll publish the fun chatty for this episode for Chummer Plus patrons. And on December 13th, episode 8 is released, where the team confronts Vern at the International Policing and Security Professionals Trade and Labor Consortium annual exposition. I'm Bijan Steven, and I am TK. Um, you can find me online at Bijan Steven on Twitter, which is B-I-J-A-N-S-T-E-P-H-E-N, or on Instagram, um, and you should just Google that. I'm Jen De La Vega. I am Viv. You can find me online at Randwitches. That's the word sandwiches, but just replace the S with an R. This is Nick Garcio. I play Lux Scythe. You can find me on Twitter at N-G-U-E-R-S-H. Um, and Instagram at ngercio, G-U-E-R-C-I-O. This is Shannon O'Dell. I play Lash Goodbog. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Shodell, S-H-O-D-E-L-L. This is Taylor Moore, and I play all the bad boys. I'm at Taylor.biz. My name is Mike Rignetta. I am your GM. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mike Rignetta. You can find the show on Twitter at Fun City Ventures. Fun City was recorded at Fortunate Horse in beautiful Greenpoint, Brooklyn. It was produced, edited, and sound designed by me, Mike Rugnetta. The show's music is by Sam Tyndall. Our art is by Tess Stone. And our Discord mods are Olivia Gulen, Kit, and Kestrel. The voice of Artemis is Molly Templeton. <laughs>